new episode. Let's go. Good evening, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome, welcome. We hope that everyone is doing fabulous as you watch this episode. As you all are tuning in, go ahead and make sure to hit the like button on this video. Also, go ahead and subscribe to our channel if you already haven't done so. And hit the notification button as well, so that way you will always know when we drop an episode. Exactly. And so for all of our new viewers or new listeners, we want to introduce ourselves like we always do. I am Shaniquia, a.k.a. your girl S. And I am Lakeisha, your girl, a.k.a. L. And together we are Insightful Conversations with SNL. We have a great episode planned for you this evening. Well, it's I think so. I'm sure you think so. Well, Keisha, but yeah. So um, before we get started, just want to check in with you, cuz. How are you doing? How's your week been going? All that good stuff. Overall, it's been a good week. Um, I can't sit up here and complain. Um, I don't know how things are at Georgia State, but here in the great state of Florida, aka the Sunshine State, uh, most of our college students have ended um their academic school year. So a lot of graduations um, took place on last week across the state. So um, I just want to say congratulations to all of the graduates, um, whether you're in pre-K, uh, we want to recognize our babies as well. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Fifth grade, yeah. eighth grade, high school. High schoolers will be coming up in Florida in, a, in several weeks. Georgia too, um, yeah. And, and such. And so, like I said, congratulations to all of the college graduates, whether you obtain your associate's degree, your bachelor's, your master's, uh, doctorate, and so on and so forth. So just wishing all of you all the best of luck in the next leg of your journey. How about yourself, cuz? I'm doing pretty well. Doing pretty well. No complaints here. I'm glad that it's coming up to the end of the week and yes. the weekend is near. So I'm yes. loving that. So doing very well. Good. Thank you for asking. Good, good, good. good. So, and also, before we move along, um, I'm pretty sure by the time that this episode airs, it'll air before Sunday, which we all know is Mother's Day. Oh, so, so from Shaniqua and myself, we are wishing all of the mothers out there a happy, safe, loving, fun-filled Mother's Day. You all yes. blessed. Yes, happy Mother's Day. Oh, and also that just reminded me, since this is the month of May now, since we do like to talk about mental health awareness on our podcast, um, this is Mental Health Awareness Month. So we definitely want to shout that out. Yes. Definitely shout that out. And just making sure that we all are doing our part to break the stigma. Okay. Most definitely. We just want to throw that out there. All right. Well, since we do have a lot to discuss in this episode, we ready to go on and do what we normally do at this time. You ready? Yes. Which is called buzzworthy, buzzworthy topics. topics. So, Lakeisha, what's been buzzworthy in your week? It's been so much going on uh, around the world, um, in our neck of the woods. Um, if I had to talk about anything buzzworthy, um, for those of you all that's been following us for quite some time, or if you know me personally, um, I have spoke about my time. Um, as an undergraduate student at the Morris Brown College in Atlanta, Georgia. Um, I was a student at the school when they ended up um, having their accreditation uh, taken away from them back in 2002. 
Um, and to say the least, it was a very traumatic um, experience. And so I was so relieved, so happy uh, to hear um, that they have been um, issued accreditation by another accreditation board. Um, and just within the past couple of weeks, um, they actually got reaccredited. Uh, from this board. So congratulations uh, to Morris Brown. Uh, for those of you all that may not necessarily know the importance of accreditation uh, when it comes to colleges and universities, um, it's really, really important, especially if you got students on campus uh, who really need that, that federal financial aid money um, in order to obtain their degree. And so it just makes Morris Brown College as well as their students eligible for those federal aid dollars uh, to help their students when it comes to tuition, when it comes to on-campus housing uh, and, you know, to purchase books and so on and so forth. And so I couldn't be more proud um, of Morris Brown right now. I am rooting uh, for them. Uh, my cousin, uh, Cedric, just actually got accepted uh, into Morris Brown. And so we're looking for great Congratulations things. Congratulations to him. Congratulations, Cedric. So looking for great things. Um, from here in the future, uh, as a future student at Morris Brown. And um, to me, I just hope that this um, serves as a pillar of hope for other struggling um, HBCUs, especially those that are smaller in nature, uh, that you don't necessarily have to throw in the towel and give up, that there is, you know, another avenue in order to help. Um, save your school and to help the students who need that education the most. So um, again, congratulations, uh, Morris Brown. And I look forward to all the great things that are to come. What about yourself, Cuz? Yes, what's up? What's up? Shout out to Morris Brown. <laughs> and yes, congratulations on getting their accreditation back too. So I knew you would be happy about yes. that because you were the first person I thought about when that happened, when I, I heard know. about it. <laughs> So, um, so in my week, in terms of buzzworthy topics, um, well, since we're on the theme of higher education right now, um, I just wanted to shout out Ludacris yes. for um, getting an honorary bachelor's degree in music management from Georgia State University. Georgia State University. Um, he graduated a few days ago. And he also, not only did he receive the honorary degree, but he also spoke at the commencement ceremony. So I thought that that was huge because I don't know if many people know, but back in the day, he actually did attend Georgia State yeah. University. So um, so this is huge for him and for the school as well. So um, so congratulations to Ludacris. Congratulations. Yes, congratulations to him. And then the other topic that I want to discuss, because there's so much just going on, but um, Dave Chappelle getting attacked by this guy. I think his name is Isaiah Lee, 23 years old. The guy wow. just ambushed him while Dave was on stage doing his comedy set because he was doing a comedy show, I think, with Chris Rock. And we don't know why this happened, why he did what he did, but dude came up on the stage, basically literally ambushed him, like literally like touched him, you know, like, yeah, they both went down to the ground or whatever, and then um, Dave's uh, security team and I think Jamie Foxx and Buster Rhymes and some other people like basically like fought dude, fought the dude. I mean, messed him up pretty bad. Like dude had to go to the hospital and everything. And I don't know if you saw the pictures from like the incident with him being um, on the stretcher, getting into the ambulance, but they, dude's arm is messed up. Like, it wow. looked like a leg dog on it. Like, I was just like, wow. But, um, so, but the latest development with that is um, the DA, they're not gonna, um, I think, press charges or something. I think I heard about that. And probably because they felt like the beatdown was, you know, torture enough. <laughs> or whatever, but he won't face felony charges, basically. So, like I said, we don't know why it happened, but, and then um, Chris Rock made a joke about the situation, basically was like, was that Will Smith? <laughs> um, <laughs> so, um, but yeah, so, like I said, you know, it's just crazy. Now, yeah. I don't know if this has a lot to do with 
you know, what happened at the Oscars. And I think a lot of times people, especially comedians now, I think I was reading about that they're feeling very, you know, kind of terrified and afraid about going on stage and doing comedy shows because of people like what happened with Dave Chappelle. Yeah. Come out and stuff. So, but yeah. And then I was reading on the shade room that that same guy that um, ran up on Dave Chappelle, he had did like a song about Dave Chappelle like two years ago or whatever. I guess he got some issues with him. I don't gotcha. know. But the whole situation is just crazy. So we just want to make sure that the comedians be safe out there. So like, don't stop what you're doing. Because I know that it, it got to be hard, you know, especially you trying to work and make a living and then you you fearing for your safety. But I'm just glad that Dave's um, security team and Buster Rousing and Jamie Foxx was there to like really protect him. Like we got to protect Dave at all costs. Yeah. We got to save him. So, yeah. So that's just what's been going on. Few of the things have been going on in my week. You got anything else? Nothing else on my end, cuz. All right. So I'm so excited to talk about today's topic in this episode. Um, we call this a little something called I Can't Believe You Ghosted Me. Okay, was I the only one excited? Yes. <laughs> Okay, so we always like to give a little bit of background about the episode and how it came about and all that stuff like that. Okay, so this has been an episode that I have been dying to talk about for so long because I feel like the topic of ghosting is just so relevant, okay? Um, I'm pretty sure a lot of people have experienced it. I know I have. Some people probably have ghosted other people you know or whatever but this was just an episode topic that um i came to lakeisha about and i was like yo we gotta do an episode about this so so here it is and we <laughs> and we um we hope that you all enjoy it because we we really gonna talk about some things we're gonna get into some things yes we're gonna be spilling a little bit of tea and stuff not too much but you know just make it relevant to the topic at hand but um how should we start off this conversation maybe by telling what it is just in case people don't know what it means yeah so we for if we got people out there in the audience that have never necessarily heard of the term um or you have yet to experience like i said we don't wish this on anybody right um, but if you haven't you know experienced uh what ghosting is, then we can kind of lay the foundation right right then and there before we get into the meat and potatoes of the situation. Okay, so basically, in layman's terms, um, what ghosting is, is basically when someone stops communication with you, they just cut all ties with you for no reason. Like, you, you don't get no type of explanation. And what I mean by cutting off communication, I mean stop with phone calls, Stop with texting, stop with emails, um, stop showing up at your place or whatever. Just like randomly, they just stop. And you don't know what happened. And so with that being said, it kind of made me think about how ghosting happens to begin with. And I know we talked a lot about that, Keisha, in our planning meeting about, you know, like why that even happened. So, like, why do you think that this is such a a huge topic? Mm, I, there are so many reasons why a person may end up ghosting um, another individual. Um, one of the reasons that I that comes to mind uh, when it comes to ghosting um, is, you know, usually when we uh, start off um, in a new relationship. Um, it don't necessarily have to be romantic. Uh, most of what we're going to talk about, you know, in this particular episode um, centers around that. Uh, but usually, like I said, even sometimes like in friendships, you know, y'all start off kind of hot and heavy, like you're excited, you got the butterflies, you know, in your stomach and uh, you know, y'all are communicating often, whether that's via text, you know, social media, um, so on. It was and so the hot forth. and heavy for me. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, continue, please. Continue. It is the best. 
continue. And I, and I think like when you you start off, um, and like I said, things are progressing rather quickly um, in some contexts, one way or another. And then at some point, the person could, you know, experience a loss of attraction, uh, you know, to the other person. Um, it could be doing a conversation or even doing a date. Uh, you may say something. Um, or sometimes it's not necessarily, you don't even have to really say anything. People can pick up, um, on your mannerisms and behaviors and things of that nature. And so people may get an inkling or a feeling like, you know, um, you know, he or she has X, you know, X, Y, and Z expectations, and I may not be able to necessarily meet them or I can meet them, but that's not necessarily what it is that I'm here for and what I, and, and what I want to do. Um, and so they will abruptly exit stage left. Um, like I said, without any type of conversation as to why they decided to do, um, what they wanted to do. So, like I said, one of the reasons, like I said, it could be, um, you know, the attraction just for whatever reason, um, has died down. So that, like I said, that initial excitement that attracted, that attracted them to you in the first place. Um, it may no longer exist. And so, like I said, they leave without an explanation. Um, or it just could be, like I said, you said something, you've done something. Um, or like I said, they just pick up in their spirit. Like, you know, this person, what this person is expecting, um, this is not necessarily what it is that I'm here for. Um, and so once again, you know, they leave. Uh, what about yourself? Cause what do you think are some reasons why people may end up ghosting another person? Well, I think you already said the main one for me, which was um, the loss of attraction. But then um, when I think about other reasons why people may ghost, I think it might have a lot to do with um, fear of commitment sometimes. Mm -hmm. Like if they feel, and this is from like a romantic standpoint. So like sometimes maybe people may feel like, you know, it might be coming together the courtship relationship might be happening a little too fast for them and they might not necessarily be ready to take it to that next step and they yeah. know that the other person is and rather than just sitting down and having a communication to make sure that both parties are aware of how each other feels they just decide to avoid it altogether and then just abruptly yeah stop reaching out to you um, so that's kind of like what I think of about it, or it could be a situation where they may have found someone better that further sparks their interest or whatever it is that they were initially looking for. And they found that in somebody else. I like to call that as being in a rotation <laughs> because, um, me and, um, some of my friends have talked about this before, like where people, a lot of times we know when people be dating, mm -hmm. you know, you know, sometimes people feel like they don't necessarily believe in dating one person at a time. They like right. to date multiple people. And then it's just kind of like, okay, well, you in the rotation here. So like whoever is at the top of the list, you know, I'm gonna focus on them or whatever. And then, then the next person, the next person, whatever have you. But then it might be like, it could have been something that happened. And then for some reason, that moved you down in rotation and somebody else moved up and this, that, and the other. So I personally think that could have something to do with it too. Just the people getting interested in somebody else, or like I said, the fact that they might have some type of fear of commitment. I agree with you because I agree with you 100%. Yeah. So that's, that's just what I think. So, um, so, Lakeisha, have you ever been ghosted or ghosted anybody? I have never ghosted anybody, but I have been ghosted. So I know firsthand uh, what it feels like, um, like I said, to, to be ghosted. How about yourself? Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> and I don't mean to say I'm not laughing at you. Oh my God. And I don't mean it. to say that like that's something to be proud of because it's not. Because you, you know how I feel about the yeah. topic of ghosting, which is what kind of sparked um, me wanting to talk about this as an episode topic. Um, like, I hate it. I hate the concept of ghosting. I have been ghosted many, many times. I've never ghosted anyone before. Um, 
And to me, when I think of ghosting, I think that that is the most disrespectful thing that you can do to another human being. And it's just like, sometimes when we think something is just so simple, like just have a conversation with the person. But then I realize everybody don't think like that. You know, what might be common sense <laughs> to me, which is to have a communication, have a conversation, the other person may not, for whatever reason. I don't know if it's because it could be because in prior situations, they might have did try to talk about something, and then the person just completely like went off on them. I, I don't know. But I just feel like to me, I look at it as a form of emotional abuse. I'm sorry, like I just I just don't I don't like that. I don't like that because I'm just like that that really can have some effects on people if you're not strong yeah in yourself and your identity and your worth and things like that yeah and Shaniqua going back to the one of the initial things that we started to talk about which which was why um some reasons why people would ghost you another thing that came to my mind is for some people this is a game come on you know they 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 get um you know, a sense of boost. It, 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 it boosts, you know, their ego. Um, you stroke their ego, you know, when they, they, they slide in your DMs, you know, Hey, beautiful. Hey, queen. Uh, you know, this, that, this, that, and the third, um, and that type of thing. And so they get you, you know, used to, like I said, the text messages, the phone calls, um, you know, y'all start talking about the future and, uh, like I said, you may be planning trips or dates and things of that nature. So I feel like for some people, once they feel like they got you hooked and mm -hmm. it's just like, no, now I'm going to disappear, you know, from this entire situation. Um, and so they wasn't really there, you know, to begin with, whether that's emotionally, uh, whether it's, you know, uh, spiritually, physically, uh, and things like that. So that's another thing that we need to take into account. Like for some people, some people y'all are just evil and they're cruel and they're out to get what it is that they need to get out of you. And like I said, that's not always something physical uh, for some people. They just want to see, like I said, just how far they can go with you. It's like a mental Mental games, which is why they like to play with people as which, well. Yeah, which is why I was saying it's like a form of emotional abuse. It is. Because also, um, you know, I was doing research and it was saying about like the the most common types of personalities that engage in ghosting behavior are narcissistic personalities. And I can see that. Oh, yeah. Because I think it, it really illustrates what you just said about people thinking it's a game, thinking that, you know, they on this high horse. It's like, you know, um, I can get who I want or whatever. And I'm going to do that. And I don't yeah. care how I may hurt you, how it might look. I'm going to do what I want to do because it's about me at the end of the day. So, um, yeah. But and it's also a form of like passive aggressiveness too, <laughs> because I'm just like, um, you can just tell me. And I, I keep going back to the communication, but I'm just like, why, why is it so hard sometimes for us to just have the conversation? Rather, if it's difficult or not, just have the conversation. To me, I feel like by having the conversation, that to me it gives you closure because i'm big on closure okay I've, I've talked about that all the time i'm big on closure because i think it gives you that and i think it also shows a sign of respect too in the terms of like okay well i respected you enough to just come out and say this isn't working or if it's not working let's talk about ways that this could be better maybe this is some things that's going on right now and this is not what I like. Let's see how we can work through this. But it's just like you don't even get that. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like they're gone. And I know it may sound like I'm venting. And I probably am. <laughs> um, <laughs> in a way. <laughs> and I think I probably am. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. That just bothers me. But this, we all fam on here, so we can vent. We can, yeah. Vent. But um, 
but yeah so it's just crazy to me it is it is um i think a lot of times ghosting when i think of settings that especially as i say both men and women um are going to encounter ghosting um, especially for those of us who are single, um, are those individuals that are on dating apps. Um, especially if the apps are free, I think that you probably um, are going to experience that more or less um, when you're paying for a service. Because uh, most people, like I said, don't necessarily play with their money. Then, like I said, okay, for some people, take it seriously. You know, yeah. yeah, for some people, money's not a thing, you know, so they may still be on there, you know playing games and stuff like that. But I think, you know, when you go into the free version of the apps and you're meeting all these different people from different places, uh, different cultures, backgrounds, races, religious, so on and so forth, uh, it's very difficult, you know, to find people that are on your same wavelength and our path. And like I said, some people on there, you know, they're serious about what it, whatever it is they're looking for. Because let's be serious, everybody's not on a dating app looking to get married. Uh, you know, everybody's not on a dating app looking to be in a long-term committed uh, monogamous relationship. Everybody on there has an agenda as to why they're on the app. And so we have to just be careful for those individuals that are in those spaces. Like I said, you probably want to expect that at some point or another, like I said, uh, as Shaniqua stated before, from our stance, I mean, it's, it's very immature. Um, it's very disrespectful. Um, but at the same time, you know, people, we're not everybody and we don't do everything like everybody or react in ways that everybody, you know, would react. Um, but just be prepared. Like I said, if you're on the dating scene, whether that's in person or like I said, you're beating people online that there's a great possibility at some point or another that this could occur and or happen to you. Yeah. And I'm glad that you brought up the point of dating apps because, I do see that it happens a lot on dating apps and it's actually happened to me because I've been on a few dating apps before and that's happened to me, you know, like where you feel like the communication, you know, through messaging is going pretty well. And then all of a sudden you, you message them and they don't respond back or whatever, or it's a situation where maybe you message them, then you've got to the point of a phone call <laughs> and then, um, you know, after the phone call, may not hear back from them again, or you message, get to the phone call, then go in person and meet up. And then after that, you know, you may not necessarily make it to a second date or whatever. And then they stop talking to you then too. So yeah. it's at different levels of ghosting. Or I know you have brought this up in our planning meeting, Lakeisha, about how it could be somebody that you've known for years and you've been in a relationship with them or whatever and they just suddenly fall off the face of the earth yeah so ghosting is not always i think a lot of times when you think of ghosting um or you know people share their experiences when it comes to um ghosting a lot of times people are sharing experiences from like the initial phases or like the on start of the relationship. So like y'all are in that getting to know you type of phase. Like I said, maybe y'all been out on a couple of dates, um, so on and so forth. But as far as like the seriousness, you haven't, you know, you haven't yet introduced this, this person to like, you know, people that you love and that you care about, whether that's family, that's friends, um, it's coworkers, you know, things of that nature, like your feelings for the most part, you may have feelings, um, for this person, but they're not necessarily rooted and or grounded. Um, and like I said, I had an experience several years um, ago where I was in a relationship long-term. Um, this individual had been, this man had been introduced to, you know, my family. So he had met my mom. Uh, he had met uh, my dad. Um, he had introduced me. Uh, to his children. Um, and I also met one of his ex-wives um, and things like that. You know, he had brought up the topic, you know, about marriage. He had brought up the topic about, you know, us getting a home together once we were married. So all of this talk about, you know, our prospective future, all of this, you know, type of conversation and or dialogue came from him. So I'm thinking like, you know, okay, we're on the road, you know, we're moving along the same path. 
uh, when it comes to what it is that we want long term, which for me has always been a marriage. And 10 months into our uh, relationship, um, the phone call stopped, um, the text messages uh, stopped, uh, any interaction on social media, dead. Um, and so at the time, my mom even tried to reach out, you know, to see like what was going on and things like that. And um, he ended up responding to her, you know, just letting her know like, hey, I'm just going through some stuff right now, um, you know, but I'm going to um, contact you, you know, on tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow has come and went. And like I said, it's probably been five plus years. I don't even know how long it's been, y'all, because that's just how long um, it was ago. Uh, and I have yet to hear from that man from that day up until this day. So like I said, it's not always just somebody, like I said, just meeting you initially uh, and then for whatever reason, they decide to get gone. Um, sometimes, like I said, these people can really, like I said, uh, put on a mask um, yeah. and really play a role and act like um, they want what you want. And the two of you all are headed down this same pathway and y'all are not. Um, and like I said, whatever reason that they came into your life to get what they get once they feel like they got what they got, you know, they on to the next one. Um, so you have to, like I said, just be mindful. It can happen at any time, anywhere. Like you're not exempt just because you've been, you know, knowing somebody for a couple of months or a couple of weeks, like it could still happen to you. And that's so true. Like that's never happened to me in a romantic relationship, but that's happened to me in friendships where I've been friends with people for years. Mm -hmm. Um, and like you said, met each other's family members, you know, friends, whatever have you. And then, you know, all of a sudden the communication began to kind of die down. And I felt like I was doing more mm -hmm. of the communication than they were. I was reaching out constantly, you know, um, would never get a response back. Or if I did get a response back, it was something very brief, like a one worded answer, something like, you know, oh, I'm busy or, you know, um, I just got a lot going on, like you said, um, and things like that. And so I'm a firm believer in I give you what you give me. We match the same energy all day, every day. You know what I'm saying? Like if I feel like I'm doing too much and you're not doing enough, like I pull back. That's that's just me. And I think I do that more for my own um, personal like, uh, like as a defense. That and then just for to protect myself as a, yeah. as a form of guarding myself, guarding my heart. Or whatever because um like i give a lot in friendships and relationships like i i personally think of myself as being someone who is like there for you like through thick and thin because that's just how i want people to treat me or whatever and i feel like you know it's it's very um unfortunate when things like that happens because since we are kind of talking about, we kind of talked about this early in terms of like some of the mental health effects, even though we didn't really say that, but that's what we kind of talking about. Um, mental health effects about ghosting. It made me think about the term gaslighting, you know, where mm. you're, you're feeling like the person's making you question your sanity, your reality yeah. and things like that. And that's what to me, ghosting can do. And it has done for me. Like it would make me feel like, well, did I do something wrong? You know, um, was it something that I said? Um, you know, all these type of things go through my head or went through my head. Cause I, I, I think I'm a little better at it now than I was, but I do still get in my feelings sometimes, um, with that. But, um, it just made me think about, you know, wow, like this really can have an effect on you in a negative way if you allow it. If you, to, that's the, that's the, that's key the keyword. Word, yeah. If, if, if you, allow, you it. allow it, if you allow it, because you have to realize at the end of the day that it is not you. And when I went through my, you know, my ghosting experience uh, with my ex, um, very, very detrimental, just like you, Shaniqua, is questioning um, my self-worth, you know, if I would have done this, um, 
you know, reaching, you know, constantly calling, you know, did I do something? Because we never had a conversation that, uh, you know, that he was no longer interested or um, things of that nature. I would ask him, you know, and at the time we actually had great communication. And so I would ask, you know, you know, be honest with me if you're not happy, um, you know, just let me know. Um, and he would always say, you know, no, you know, like I'm fine, like I'm content, you know, this, that, and the third. And like I said, for whatever reason, he chose to exit in the manner um, in which he did. And so it took for me, uh, just to be honest with you all, it took some years. I'm not talking about no weeks. I'm not talking about no months. I needed to heal um, from from that traumatic experience because I had never been through anything um, like that before. Like I've been in some pretty rough uh, relationships, but like I said, when you meet somebody uh, and you finally feel like you're y'all are in sync, you know what I'm saying? Um, and it's not, it doesn't necessarily go down in that direction. And let me say, this was not a younger person. Okay. This was somebody who was much older, old uh, enough to know better old enough to know better. So let me put that out there for some people may be thinking, oh, this had to be a young person. It was not. Uh, me and this person definitely had some age, some uh, age gap uh, between us and things like that. So like I stated before, uh, it really, really brought me down uh, mentally, psychologically uh, and things of that nature. And I just think, I thank God for my family um, especially my parents, um, shout out to my father. Um, and this is why fathers are so needed, uh, when it comes to their daughters. Um, mm -hmm. like I said, I love my mother to death and my mom has always be, been there, um, for me through thick and thin. Um, but in this situation, I definitely needed a dad and my father stepped up to the plate. Um, to provide emotional support for me, you know, when I needed to vent, uh, when I needed to cry, um, just to be there as a man to give me advice about how to move forward, um, you know, from this situation, because it can also take you into a dark space, a space mm -hmm. that a lot of us may not necessarily think that we will ever go to, you know, we'll never do this or we'll never act this way and you don't necessarily know how you're going to respond and react in it when it comes to a situation until you go through something and so i'm just thankful like i said that i had a father that was there to help me walk through one of the most darkest hours in my adult life um and to make it out on the other side because some men and women don't they yeah. don't and yeah. so that is something that I would highly encourage any of you all, if you've ever experienced um, a situation with, with regards to ghosting. And like I said, um, it's it's having an effect on you uh, mentally. It's having an effect on you from a, a physical uh, stance. You know, maybe you are turning to drugs, you're turning to other substances in order to cope and things of that nature. I pray and I hope that you got some good people, some great people um, in your life that's yeah. going to be able to pray you through some situations that's going to be able to love you through um, some situations but also that's going to be able to have them tough conversations because that's something that my dad did with me like he loved on me and he encouraged me but he also had to hold my feet to the fire too like hey you've got to accept some responsibility when it comes to this situation there are some flags some signs along the way baby that you ignored mm-hmm mm-hmm and so, like I said, Shaniqua made a great point. At the end of the day, it's really up to us. And when I say us, I'm talking both men and I'm talking both women. If you ever experience something like this, it's really up to you how you decide whether it's going to have an effect on you or not. Um, and if it does have an effect on you, how you choose to move forward with mm -hmm. it. And, you know, I was listening to you while you were talking and it just made me kind of think about <clears throat> some situations that I've experienced in terms of ghosting when it comes to dating. And, and I was mentioning about how, you know, I've been on dating apps and I know like some of my experiences from being on dating apps where, you know, we would message each other pretty much every day, um, free, very frequently. And then when it got to the point of, well, hey, let's have a phone call. 
or let's do a video call. Didn't hear anything else mm -hmm. or got unmatched for whatever reason. And the conversation to that point was going well, especially if I did bring up, you know, the idea of doing a phone call or doing a, a video call and they'd be like, oh, yeah, sure, sure. We're going to do that. Sure, sure. We'll do that. And then, like, let's say um, I may call them or whatever. You know, they don't answer. <laughs> I mean, I may text like, hey, everything good over there? Nothing responds back, you know. And and I'm kind of wondering if, like, because of the fact of that happening so early on, if it's just because they don't feel like they owe you an explanation in terms of, like, why mm. I'm not going to talk with you. Because I'm just like... I think it goes back to what you were saying before about people's reasons for choosing to get on dating apps in particular, what they're looking for and things like that. But for me, we had those conversations about what we were both looking for and we were both in sync in that regard. So, so you thought. At, well, yeah, see, that's the so thing. You thought. But so, so I thought. Yeah. Just like in my situation. So, so I thought. Yeah. So I thought, and so clearly I realized that, well, it wasn't what I thought because I mean, they ain't want to talk to me anymore. And I be, I remember I would be just literally like agonizing in my head. Like I'd be like, okay, well, did I say something wrong in the conversation that mm -hmm. kind of may have offended them or whatever? Like almost to the point obsessing over it. Um, and I'm just like, no. I don't think I did anything that I would, you know, consult with friends and family about it. They'd be like, well, it don't sound like you did anything wrong. They're like, it was just them yeah. for whatever reason. And I think, and that's the key. Um, realizing a lot of times that it's, it's not you. Majority of the time, it probably ain't you. It's more so that person and whatever they got going on. Whether or not, like I said before, they not ready for commitment or whatever. Or it could be somebody else in the picture and they just ain't come out and say that. Yeah. So, yeah. So, since we're talking about ghosting and some of the signs of, of it or whatever, um, how do you think... How do you think one person could be, how could they know the warning signs, basically? Maybe some early signs of ghosting. So they'll know what to look for if this happens. Can you think of any early signs, warning signs? Ooh, that's a good question. Um, I, I have would, a few. But I, I would say here. definitely if the communication between the two of you all, like I said, if y'all started off very uh, hot and heavy, um, hot and like heavy I said, y'all y'all are talking, you know, several times a day, y'all are texting. <laughs> you didn't um, hear me, did you? I did. <laughs> <laughs> I it's, did. Just, it's just when you said hot and heavy. I love it. I love it. But I think like when you're so used to having uh, the constant uh, communication. Um, uh, for me, it was not only constant communication. I would get sent. I don't know if this is happening happen to you, uh, Shaniqua, but every morning I woke up to like an inspirational message um, as well as a song. So I had a song of the day that my ex would send me uh, that basically in his words would he would say, hey, this is, you know, this song reminds me you know of you or and things of that nature so when you get used to right those forms of communication and then for whatever reason you start to see um uh, you know the dialogue starting to slow down that could be um that could be a sign that casper the ghost is getting ready to appear yes i'm so glad you brought that up because consistency is everything yeah. for me like if you start something please continue that you better finish that because i'm gonna be expecting that i'm gonna be looking forward to that and then like you said when it suddenly ceases like that that's a red flag that's a warning sign or if they don't want to meet up Kind of like what I was saying before about how when I was on dating apps or whatever and, you know, we would message and I would bring up the idea of let's call each other. Let's do a video call. Crickets. Yeah. If they don't want to meet up, they come up with some type of excuse on why they can't see you. 
That's a warning sign. That's a warning sign. That's a warning sign. Or maybe let's say y'all started off and y'all was, you know, y'all just kicking it. Y'all just really talking about surface level, you know, type of material. Um, but, you know, as the relationship in your mind is progressing, you bring up some very, you know, hard hitting topics, something that's going to, that's a little bit more complex. That's going to cause somebody to go a little bit thinker, a uh, little bit deeper uh, when it comes to their analytical and critical thinking skills. Uh, that's another thing. So if you're starting to get resistance when it comes to having those tough uh, conversations, and once again, like I said, you're starting to hear from them less or like Shanika said, hey, we used to hang out, uh, but now I'm not necessarily seeing you um, as much. Like I said, that could be a sign that, you know, you could possibly end up getting ghosted, you know, pretty soon. Or like you said about the um, communication, you know, not being as frequent. And I know I had mentioned this earlier about messages being very short and being, like I said, one worded answers. Like when you're used to getting a dissertation, and you know, from them, like, oh my God, I'm confessing my love to you and all this stuff like that. And then in the next breath, you might K, you know, like the letter K, which I hate that when people send me that. So please don't yeah. do that. But uh, <laughs> I can think of even another Shaniqua yeah. on the on the opposite side when you have somebody. Um, let's say they go from being all cheery and happy, um, happy go lucky, and they get into this old, like, kind of uh, Debbie Downer type of mood, you know, oh, it's not you, it's me, you know, oh, yeah, that type of thing. You, you better, you better know that's a red, they probably getting ready to ghost you. They probably get ready to ghost you. I just thought of a question. Okay. Um, so how long how much time has to in your opinion has to pass before it's considered ghosting like how long do you have to go without hearing from someone before you can say that you've been ghosted Ooh, that's a good question <laughs> oh I think every situation is different. I don't think that there's not like a finite answer. If I had to kind of come up with like a marker, I would say if you've probably been talking to somebody, let's say, I would say for at least a month. So anywhere from two to four weeks, like I said, y'all been in constant contact and things of that nature. Um, to me, that's a pretty good marker when it comes to, to ghosting. Like I said, if y'all been having some very frequent interaction with one another, and then all of a sudden, like I said, they just disappear, um, out of sight, out of mind, uh, to me, that'll be my, my particular, uh, timetable. So you say about a month and you say it depends on how long you might've been talking. It, to it depends. And to me, it also depends on the, the level of y'all relationships because i'm gonna be honest with y'all been ghosted too um in the past on dating apps and we really hadn't been talking that long and i really didn't care so it's just like you know it is what it is you know that type of thing so i also think it depends on the feelings um that you may have with the towards the other person as well but a marker like i said i think about like i said two to four weeks what about yourself what you think well you probably gonna like my answer <laughs> Oh, I feel like two to four weeks of being generous, mm -hmm. honestly. But I do agree with you in terms of the type of relationship it is, like how long it's been going on, how invested you are in it and things like that. But for me, I would say, and this is for somebody that I think I would want to be in a romantic relationship I give it probably like a week. I give it a week, especially if we've been um, communicating daily and sometimes multiple times a day and I'll hear from you for a week. And I know that that's not like you. I probably would be like, yeah, I might be concerned, especially if I give you a week and you don't respond back. 
I'll be like, yeah, I think I'm kind of ghosted. Now, I do realize that people have stuff that they have going on. I, I do get that. I, I do get that people mm-hmm. are busy. You know, they have lives that they're trying to do. They're working, whatever have you. But to me, I just always look at the consistency of how we're communicating. So for me, I feel like a week. And that's probably short for some people. But that's just what I give because I just don't have no tolerance for the ghost thing. Please just tell me if you do not want to continue communicating. That's all. That's all I ask. And so do you have any advice, cuz, for someone who may have experienced ghosting uh, when it comes to moving forward with their lives? Since this is Mental Health Awareness Month, Mm -hmm. um, and as we stated before, um, you know, when you do not know your worth um, and you do not know your value, uh, incidences such as this, they can, they can take a toll um, on you. And so... You know, what advice would you have for, you know, someone who may be going through this now? They've gone through it. uh, So on and so forth. Sure. Well, I think to me, the most important thing is not to beat yourself up about it. Um, Try not to blame yourself because I I know that that is always easier said than done. Mm -hmm. But I think if you really kind of look back on the situation and kind of reflect on it, you will realize that if this person is willing to do that, they probably shouldn't need to be in your life anyway. You know what I'm saying? Because that is a clear sign, I personally think, of how they would treat you moving forward. Yeah. Like if you lacking that in the jump initially, then I think that that's going to continue. So I would say definitely don't 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 beat yourself up about it. And then also, I would say use that as a time to learn, Mm. learn from it, because I'm really big on things happening for a reason to teach us something. And then if we don't get past the test or whatever, it happens again in another situation and it keeps happening until Mm -hmm. we finally pass the test. Just kind of learn from this because like we gave some really good um, warning signs in terms of like how to kind of spot a ghoster right off the bat, you know, for, uh, for some time. And I think paying attention to that, And I know Keisha and I, you and I have had conversations about how a lot of times ghosting, when people do that, that's like from a spiritual sense, God's form of protection from us in terms of like he's sparing us from something that he knows is not good for us. And I think um, over time, I began to really like apply that and, and really think about that. And so I would... Um, I would definitely, my advice in terms of that, I would definitely want someone to really do that. Like, regardless of, you know, what you're, you believe in or whatever, but just knowing that, you know, you are enough, you know what I'm saying? You are enough. And I was going to say one more thing too. Um, if you feel, and this is, if you feel and you feel like it's important enough to you, you could directly ask the person, you know, like, let's just say um, you don't hear from them for a while. And then all of a sudden they finally do pop back or whatever. I personally think you was on a rotation and it's your turn again in the rotation, but whatever. Um, Maybe asking being like, you know, I noticed that, we hadn't been talking, you know, pretty frequently or whatever, you know, is everything going on and maybe see if they say something about it. But again, that's if you care, you know what I'm saying? If you're to the point where you're just like, I'm over this, I don't need this. I don't want this in my life. Then by all means, don't do that. But those would be just some of my advice. Okay. 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 That was great advice. Great (laughs) advice. Don't beat yourself up. Gotta give yourself grace. We all make mistakes. Um, And thankfully, you know, we've lived to see another day. 
Um, I am a firm believer that whatever it is that we go through, it's not necessarily all, it's not just necessarily for our good, uh, but it positions you, better positions you to help and or assist another person who may be getting ready to go down that road that you've gone down from. So like Shaniqua said, hopefully you've learned um, whatever lesson or lessons needed to be learned um, from the experience. Um, and not only are you going to utilize that, you know, moving forward in your life, but you're going to be able to help, you know, the next person out um, um, as well. Um, I am a big proponent for healing. Like I told you all, when this happened to me in my early 30s, um, I took time out to do the necessary healing um, because I knew at that time, if I tried to move forward uh, and get myself involved in a relationship, I was going to be no good to the next person. I'm just going to be honest with you, because like I said, there was a lot of trauma uh, from an emotional, from a psychological um, stance that I experienced because of that. And so, uh, like I said, I needed to do a deep cleansing uh, for myself. Uh, and ready myself not only to become a better version for me, uh, but also just any and every person that's going to be coming along my pathway um, as well. Because sometimes what I've realized, too, is sometimes you think that you're fully healed from a situation. And sometimes all it takes somebody to say something or to do something and it kind of triggers. triggers. Yeah. It triggers. It brings back out up those old feelings and or um emotions and so like i said it took me a long time for you know somebody to say say this individual's name and i wouldn't get upset um or get mad um and things of that nature and to be honest with you if i saw him today it's, hey how you doing what's up and goodbye like i have no ill no ill feel um feelings uh towards him because like i said i've done what i needed to do um to move forward in my life i have forgiven um, the person, and that's another piece of advice I would give to people, um, forgive, um, and not only forgive the person who hurt you, but more so forgive yourself. And this is a lesson for me that was probably the hardest, um, to learn because I knew better. Um, there were signs that were there that I chose to ignore. That was a decision. Like I said, um, I decided, um, to make it, like I told you all before, you know, although I have a loving and a very supportive father, when we were having those conversations, that was part of our conversations. Hey, baby girl, I also got to help hold you accountable um, as well. And so you've got to be able to see um, the role that you played in this situation as well. Like Shaniqua said, not necessarily continuously to keep beating yourself up, but you also need to check and see where there still may be some loopholes, some some areas that you need to clean up, you need to heal from. Um, you know, in order to move into better spaces, um, relationally, not, you know, not only with other people, but also with yourself, um, as well. So that's some of the advice that I would offer to, uh, somebody that's been down, um, that's been down this road. Um, if you've been in conversations or you and your girlfriends or your homeboys, once again, I can't negate having a supportive support system um, around you um, as well. Um, like I told Shaniqua, I'm not a big proponent of dating apps. Um, so that's another piece of advice I would give you. If you constantly finding yourself um, getting ghosted in these spaces, you know, maybe the man up above is trying to send you a message, you know, get off. Um, that's not, you know, nine out of 10 times where you're going to probably end up, you know, discovering and or finding, um, your mate. Um, so take some time out from social media. Like I said, to decompress, to focus on yourself, to focus on your family, um, and your well-being. you know, if it's meant for you, we've all known people, you know, who have success stories from meeting people online, um, and things of that nature is meant for you. Uh, but who's to say you actually could end up meeting somebody, you know, in another way, maybe in person, you know, like we used mm -hmm. to do back in the day, Shaniqua, you know, do you like me? Yes, no, or maybe, um, you know, that type of thing, you know, really going out on dates and really getting to know people and not necessarily sleeping um, with people. So that, like I said, once again, that's another way for you to remain What's what, what I want to say, 
for your thought processes, for your mental to be focused um, on the manner um, at hand. So that's just some of the advice that Shaniqua and I have uh, with regards to helping you all, like I said, with this particular experience. Don't get down on yourself. You're beautiful. Um, You're you handsome, you. you know, for the men yeah. too. You know, we, 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 we don't want to be gender. Yeah, we don't want to be gender specific. Yes. We, just call out one. We, we all, <laughs> we're equal. We are, we all, we appreciate y'all. So, yeah. And I was just thinking, um, I know we're getting ready to wrap up soon, but I was just thinking about what you said about if you saw, you know, your ex or whatever, um, you know, you wouldn't necessarily like at this point in your life, you wouldn't necessarily hold a grudge or whatever like that. And I was just thinking about like, you know, if someone goes you and then you just randomly see them somewhere, like how odd, awkward would that be? You know what I'm saying? Like they clearly know that they stopped talking to you. But then it's just like they see you and then they try to hold a conversation with you or if they look at you in your way. They'll try to like quickly like look away to make sure you're like, oh, well, oh, she ain't see me or whatever. But I don't know. That's just something that I always think about. It had no relevance to what we were just saying. But you know, I just wanted to break that up because I'm just like, how would I be if I saw somebody I ghosted? And to I mean, me, that, they ghosted that, me. I think that goes back to your healing process. You know? Can you? Are you ready to deal, you know, with that possibility of you all meeting face to face, you know, them conversing with you and not necessarily and acting at, you know, acting like everything is a okay. Or like you said, they could turn the other cheek and speed off like Speedy Gonzalez. Like you got to ready. Exactly. But like I said, I really believe once you've gone through your, your, your healing process and you have, you know, gotten rid of, all of that, like I said, you don't really, I know I can only speak for me. Um, I don't necessarily feel at this point, like I said, I would hold a grudge or, you know, I'm going to, you know, lash out um, at this individual. Um, what has happened has happened. Um, I wish him the best um, in all of his endeavors um, because I, Lakeisha, have moved on um, to bigger and better things. Hello to yeah. somebody out there. Okay. So wishing you the best, praying you my best. Yes. Wish you the best. Whatever. What what did Destiny Child say in this song? I'm a survivor. I'm gonna make it. Yeah, I just completely messed up their verse right there. But, <laughs> but, but shout out to Destiny's Child too. Yeah. Making that song. Yes. But anyway, um, is that where we're closing? We or? are closing. Okay. Okay, so Lakeisha, you know what to do. Um so we're at the part of our episode. Oh, shout out to the music in the background. Come on now. <laughs> All right. So, <laughs> so silly. So, um, so we're at the part of our episode where we call this insightful moment. And basically what this is, this, this is where we try to leave some type of insightful um thing to give to you all um it could be a poem it could be a song lyric it could be uh, a bible scripture whatever have you and sometimes me and Lakeisha will actually end with an insightful moment or we have submissions from you all out there and this week we do have a submission it's from Gwen one of my best friends she's actually a friend of the show she was on our show season one she when was we when we did a relationship episode um, and this is basically what she said. Um, her insightful moment comes from the scripture, Timothy 1.7, which reads, God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. Thank you for that, Gwen. We really appreciate that. Yeah. And, and, and that's real. There isn't a spirit of fear. You know, like, and sometimes I think this kind of even relates to what we were talking about with the whole ghosting thing about the reasons why people do it and, and things of that nature. And, and I don't want people to think that just because you were ghosted, that means that you can't find a good person or you won't be able to connect with a great person. Sometimes that's just part of the journey. A lot of times, you know, going through frogs to get to the prince or the princess yes. or whatever have you. So don't have a spirit of fear. 
you are somebody you are worthy to have the type of love that you deserve so yeah so shout out to Gwen for that insightful moment thank you Gwen yes so um as we close we just want to um to basically just hope that you all got something out of this episode i know i got a lot out of it and you know i was a big proponent of wanting to do this episode but um we just really hope that you were able to gain some knowledge gain some courage if you feel like this is a situation that you're currently in and you don't know how to like get out of it and you don't know how to deal with it we hope that we were able to plant some seeds this evening to let you know like i said that you are worth it and that you are loved and you deserve to be loved the way you want to be and um if you want to submit any insightful moments to us feel free to hit us up um make sure to definitely like and follow us on facebook and instagram our username is insight combo wsl and also please don't forget to subscribe to our youtube channel insightful conversations with snl and for those who prefer to listen to us you can listen to us on all major podcast platforms or wherever you get your podcast okay so we got you covered both ways visually and audio all right well that was all that i had on my end did you have anything else lakeisha that was it we want to thank you all for taking time out of your day to hang with us um and to partake in the conversation um, as we stated before, to all of the mothers, we wish each and every one of you all a happy, happy, happy um, and joyous Mother's Day this coming uh, Sunday. And we look forward to having another insightful conversation with you in the near future. Yes, yes. So until next time, y'all take care of yourselves out there and we'll see you soon. Bye. Peace.